Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, this is our first episode of 2020, episode number 59 of The Space in Between. And we will be with Christine Jude Wynas in just a moment. But uh, yeah, we have some awesome offerings that are happening here in Nomadland that I would love to share with you. We just launched, as you're hearing this, it'll have been a day ago that we launched the online studio. So Jen Earing, who was on here a few weeks ago, she has a nomad teacher. She has relaunched the online studio with new practices, more teachers, our newly graduated 300-hour nomad teachers. They graduated over a year ago or two years ago with us, have been doing great things in the Hudson Valley community, and now we want to take it beyond. So they will be offering their practices over at Nomad's Online Studio. Um, Our special is not going on at this point, as far as I know, as I record this, but it's still a great deal. It's less than one class per month. If you take a class in a yoga studio, you get access to all of the entire library, the old library we had uh, last year, and then also all these new practices, both on and off the mat with meditations, Dharma talks, uh, tutorials on the asana, asana practices that you can mix and match to really make it really cater to your own needs, including you know all different levels and chair yoga, restorative yoga, lots going on, including my Movement 109 videos too with my new movement practice. So a lot's happening there. Uh, definitely go over and sign up for that. And um, we also launched yesterday our six-week online course, Movement 109, Who Are You Becoming? It is not too late to join, though, right? You, you missed the first call, but there's a recording of it, and you can join us for the next six weeks. Uh, so that is a really wonderful self-inquiry, self-care uh, practice. We'll be doing a weekly call to set the intentions for the week with the entire group. Uh, as well as the Movement 109 practice through videos and playlists. And this podcast is going to be interwoven into that as well, starting next week. And some journal prompts, lots and lots of different tools, the Facebook group, the private Facebook group, your own accountability partner. So lots of great tools to just get you going, get you motivated, and really live your fullest potential with 2020 Vision this year. So that's happening. You can still sign up for that at Nomad Always at Home, or you can even go check out more of what's happening with movement109.com, mvt109.com. And if you're in the Hudson Valley, we will be beginning our 200-hour yoga teacher training at West Point on Saturday. So if you're interested in becoming a yoga teacher or deepening your own practice and you are, whether you want to or not, you can, if you're interested in sharing these tools with the military community, this training will um, be at West Point. So we'll interweave how to share these tools of yoga to active duty. So that's happening this Saturday. There's still a spot or two left open and it might be for you. Uh, You can find out more at nomadalwaysathome.com. And last but not least, our retreat to Bali is officially sold out, but we do have availability to get a couple more spots open at the property. So if you're still interested in Bali, March 1st through the 10th, 
This is going to be a very transformative retreat, not only, you know, with the yoga practice, but also the Movement 109 practice, breath work, and then we have Bali. <laughs> very transformative, diving deep into the culture of Bali. Lots of great activities that will be, um, that will immerse you into um, the rituals and the culture there. And it feels like family, where we go and stay um, a little off the beaten path. It just, they feel really lovely. And they, it's just always good to go back and see our little Balinese family there. So if you're interested, you can go sign up at nomadalwaysathome.com. And now let's go ahead and hear what Christine has to share with us today. Okay, so I am here with Christine in your beautiful home. And we met, we met formally about a month ago or so. Mm -hmm. uh, we were both at Amy Saucy's uh, workshop. Mm. And I don't remember exactly what you said, but I just felt like, oh, okay, I'm connected. And I, we were Facebook friends, right? The social, social media world, we were somehow connected through that. But so I knew of you and through that. But uh, yeah, I can't remember what you said, but you said something about um taking about a month of going inward you were just sort of coming out of this womb or hibernation or i'm not sure the word that you used maybe you remember hmm let me think <laughs> it's hard to remember what comes out of my mouth sometimes because it's all a lot of times i don't even remember what was said because it's all it really doesn't all come from me right right it's kind of channels through um but I can reflect on, on the feeling that I was having that I was coming out of, yeah, this deep hibernation or um, it could be like dark night of the soul. It could be a dark moon phase, yeah. like this, this deep space of, of coming inward and just moving, like just really sitting with myself and sitting with everything yeah. about me. And, um, and it was it, it was a grand awakening to show up at a workshop with all those people and you're like oh people <laughs> I haven't seen any of you in a while right <laughs> and it was and it was a wonderful group of people and I felt I wasn't sure how I was going to feel coming at, coming back up yeah. and open because it was a real vulnerable feeling and I was still feeling really sensitive yeah um, about just what I learned about myself mm -hmm. in in that space of hibernation. You know, and I learned all things about myself, the, the things that I was really, you know, joyful about and the things that I could really appreciate about myself and yeah. some things that I was just really questioning and really asking myself, is this really aligning with who I am and who I know I'm growing to be into, growing mm -hmm. to be into, you know, yeah. not going to be into, but like growing into or, yeah. you know, yeah. Growing. And I don't know if I actually told you the name of this podcast, but it's called The Space in Between. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like in the space in between. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious uh, to know what sparked that. What sparked that, you know, were, and did you have the intention of actually doing it for a month or was mm. that just how you let it evolve? So what's, if you remember, if there was some catalyst or was it a gradual building up to it, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, I would love to share about it. Um, 
Yeah, it's really so magical. So I know I'm very, you know, I, I journey cyclically with nature, right? And mm -hmm. so once, once it starts turning from that, you know, brilliant summer heat and start, we start feeling that autumn crisp mm -hmm. in, you know, that chill in the air. Um, my birthday is right after the autumn equinox. Okay. And I know that that is a time for me that that wheel, that great cyclic wheel turns. And as soon as it turns, I go inward. Okay. You know, and there's no other place for me to go. It's just, it's, it's just how I am made, mm -hmm. you know, and, and following that. For years, I didn't follow that. And my life was just really chaotic and, mm -hmm. and not the way I wanted it to be years and years ago. But, um, but today, you know, I really, I don't really feel like I have a choice but to listen to that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and I guess it really happened for me where I started to, going inward, what happened is I started to kind of take note of my relationships. Okay. You know, I really started to take note of uh, my relationships in my family, my relationship, you know, my intimate relationships, my friendships, my relationships in... Um, you know who who I'm sharing my business practice with where I'm a, am I still aligning with these things mm -hmm. what's come up um, and and then out of that I think what started happening for me is I started to become aware of some places where I really needed to give myself more love you know and I, I really wasn't quite sure how to do that but to just kind of go inward and be silent and still with myself because I can ask everybody else the questions about how they think I should handle this situation or that situation yeah. or the other situation, but nobody really knows. They don't know your situation. They don't, yeah. and they think they can, but it's really their story and yeah. how they would relate to it, and, yeah. and that could spiral me further out for myself. So, um, so what started to take shape, this was around September, and um, I have a, uh, a dear friend, sister of mine, who works with the Celtic Wheel, um, and uh, she had invited me into a Samhain ceremony, or if people don't know what Samhain is, it's Halloween, right? Okay. And so this is really the, the, the opening into the darkness, like an invitation to come in and to sit with the darkness. Mm -hmm. And um, the darkness could could simply mean stillness. It doesn't really have to be like, you know. The skeletons in the closet. The skeletons <laughs> in the closet. And it also is not so scary, yeah. you know. It's really like this just beautiful, I like to think of my darkness as like as a cave, a, mm -hmm. a really warm or a warm, dark womb, right? That space of, of, of um, where, where things come in to dissolve and rebirth themselves. So I was in the ceremony the day before Samhain or Halloween, and I just kept hearing the message through the ceremony all day. It was a beautiful ceremony, drumming and tea ceremony. Um, and what the message that kept coming through for me was rest. <laughs> we were coming into a time of rest and I just like that was like the number one thing that I needed to work on for myself okay you know because I've been 
I guess I've been running, 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 mm-hmm. going from A to B to C, taking care of my family, taking care of my clients, taking care of um, this beautiful home that I steward, stewardess, but um, I really wasn't taking the time to allow myself to rest. Yeah. And so in the rest, that's where, like, once my body and my central nervous system, like, chilled out and yeah. toned down that's where all the other things started to be able to come up for me to look at to witness yeah so it really started in in um at around um between you know my birthday which was september 26th mm-hmm. and Samhain, which was a month after um october 30th it really just started to descend in that time okay um and <laughs> My suggestion is still to continue to rest, but now I, you know, now is time where it's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm ready to start doing a little bit here and there, but, yeah. but still, um, yeah, yeah, it just, it just kind of just started then. Okay. Yeah. And you have now come through it. What are you? What is the biggest takeaway from? going within and the rest mm. for in this cycle because it sounds like this is something that you like you said you're honoring now for the past handful of years or however many years and I'm guessing but maybe I shouldn't guess mm. but it sounds like there there's always something that you, you're able to come away with right mm-hmm. so is there something in particular or are you still figuring it out there are definitely some things that don't haven't really sh- come to fruition yeah like they haven't really bore their fruit yet yeah and I have a feeling that will that will come more towards in bulk or um the end of January and the beginning of February okay Uh, but for me one of the greatest bits of medicine that's coming out of this so far is that um I go so much further with rest Mm -hmm. you know when we talk about productivity um my old way of, of productivity was a very masculine take charge power push forward, <laughs> right? And um, so that's one thing, like to to know now, to really have embodied, like my cells are like, yay, because if you want to do all this now, you know you need to rest. Yeah. Um, and also in that time, what's really been magical for me is I've allowed myself to to tune deeper into my feminine body and go mm-hmm. into more dream time. Yeah. And in the rest, you know, in allowing my body to soften and open up as an oracle for myself, yeah. I've really allowed myself to really listen to myself. Yeah. That I'm not going outward and asking a whole bunch of people what I should do or how I should be or... Yeah you know, making quick decisions and then later on, you know, after journeying with it for a few months or weeks, realizing that it's not there. So I think one of, um, one of my most juiciest, exciting gifts right now is my connection to my own dream, dream time. Mm -hmm. And that is a very, very, um, great soft power. You know, this is a really soft power that I've been able to embody okay. and I'm continuing to embody. Okay. Yeah. I like that soft power. Can yeah. you, I feel, I mean, I feel like I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, um, what does that mean to you? What, mm. 
As opposed to what? Like soft power as opposed to what? I think we all have power, right? We all have power. And I think, you know, the question is for me, for myself, is how am I, how am I using that power? Mm-hmm. Um, so am I using that power to control? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what am I trying to control? Or am I using that power to move something? Okay, how am I moving that something? So mm-hmm. I, can, I can put force into things or I can use that power. Like there's, there is a, such a soft power in, in, self-care mm-hmm. right and um, there is a soft power in allowing the physical body to rest and allowing that that feminine energy to rise within that inner voice right that's that to me is a soft power mm-hmm. it's like listening listening and tuning into that inner voice um, and soft power to me also aligns with love. Yeah. So it's like that vibe, that heart-centered alliance or alignment with love and what that is and how to, um, how to embrace that, how to listen to that more, how to enter into all of my relations mm-hmm. with that soft power. And that means... Um, you know, my relationship first with myself, my relationship with my daughter, my relationship with my partner, my relationship with my, my extended family, my relationship with the earth, Yeah. you know, um, my relationship with water, you know, um, and also, um, we all have this ability to, we are all magic, right? We all have this, this, um, this, um, how do I explain, like, this inner shaman that mm-hmm. lives within us, right? Yeah. So um, how are we using that? Are we using that for our own gain mm-hmm. and um, and our own pride? And, our, you know, are we using it to, like, yeah, like gaining something? And we, yeah, I want to gain more self, self-awareness and more self-esteem or whatever, whatever that is, but is it power over or is it this power that I'm using within myself Mm -hmm. to align really like align with nature? Yeah. Right. It's like a soft power. Like I look at, um, I look at the weather as we're sitting here, Mm -hmm. right? We just have, we have this ice and Mm -hmm. it's like all over the trees and they're glistening. They're glistening. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's like, to me, like that's their soft power and just, being yeah right there's not much more we need to do than that no I love it yeah um when you were speaking I was just thinking um I I actually just saw Amy yesterday I think it was yesterday yesterday or two days ago but we were talking a little bit about um you know the masculine and the feminine in terms of relationships Mm. and uh, like specifically romantic relationships and I was talking about like, and I was really re- resonating with you about talking about, you know, your masculine power before, and now mm. you're starting to be more, when you're saying soft, I'm thinking feminine. Mm. And, and we were talking about how, for me, in my past, I've always had to be both the feminine and the masculine. And what I look at when, I ha- when I'm in a romantic relationship is that 
I get to just surrender and let that person like take the wheel mm. <laughs> and that way and then I get to finally soften mm. but whenever I'm single I have to do it all mm. and be both and I and what we were we kind of came to the conclusion is like we almost overcompensate in that way mm. of working through the you know the control of controlling our lives having control of our own lives our own destiny right mm. so I'm curious to know if you have any uh, ideas there of um, how how can you be both uh, and not feel like you're overcompensating one or the other? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> not that you're going to have all the answers, but I'm wondering if you want to mm. open that up. Yeah, that's, that's something I'm looking at for myself very closely. Yeah, and I think that's, that's, that's a, a question of our time here on Earth as a, as as human beings on this earth right now, I think that question is very much alive for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, and I'll start with like, you know, we started, I could like feel it. I mean, the feminine uprise, right, started mm -hmm. probably way before I was even born, but really it started to really burst forward in the last few years. Yeah. And, um, you know, thanks politics. Yeah, <laughs> catalyst. Well, there's like yeah. a really good example, right? So we're seeing an imbalance. Yeah. You know, we're really seeing an imbalance, and that, and I think, as human beings, I know, I guess, I feel in my body that we are just always seeking balance, right? So is nature. Yeah. We are nature, so we're always seeking that balance. Um, and I think that's really important in remembering to be really gentle with ourselves. You know, in the process of getting to know, like, what part of us is feminine mm -hmm. and what part of us is masculine, mm -hmm. um, you know, and what is being asked from each part of those places within ourselves. Yeah. And can we listen and can we serve those places within us with that soft power, both the masculine and the feminine yeah right and yeah. how and how do we do that you know how do we do that um, I don't know I'm figuring it out for yeah. myself I think it looks different for everyone right it looks different for everybody for everybody and I think that it's been unwritten I think yeah. that we can read all the books and go to all the gurus and all the sages and all the shamans and right. all these people that you know um, that could kind of tell us but but we're rewriting that for ourselves really right now. Yeah. We're really figuring that out. And I think what's been most helpful for me um, in revealing some of my my past and, and my and where I've gone on my healing path is um, I was deeply afraid of men mm. for a really long time. Yeah. And I didn't realize that that I was deeply afraid of really embracing my own inner masculine, mm. where my inner masculine was um, very controlling and would get very like rageful because I didn't mm. know how to process or work with in, in the feminine, like bringing that feminine over to the masculine. Yeah. Like, how do I listen to what is being asked for? Yeah. Right? And so when, you know, when we, that, 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 that statement that you made about, like, overcompensating, like, mm -hmm. we've got to, like, make up the role of that other partner that's right. not in our life. Well, I think there's a couple things happening there. Yeah. I think, um, I think that, that we do have longing for a sacred union. Right, with most of us do. Some 
some people in this world are incarnated and they are just you know they are balanced within themselves and that's 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 yeah. it some people they are on this path yeah. as soul pil- soul pilgrims like yeah. they will just be them some people are connected and married into nature right yeah. and um, and then there are those of us who are are born with this like this longing mm-hmm. for connection and partnership um, and what I'm learning and what I've con- I'm continuing to learn and study and ask lots of questions about is um, is is that like aligning within ourselves those masculine and feminine energies and then we meet that partner who is also doing the same mm-hmm. man or woman you know we all are made up of the feminine and masculine yeah. so um, we don't have to do the work of the other person it was it's right. so interesting you're reminding me I just I told myself a story as a single mother um, for for eight years now I've been a single mother and um, I stopped telling the story about three years ago that I'm the mom and the dad mm-hmm. and I said wait a second I am NOT the father I yeah. am the mother and I will I will embody those qualities and then I'll I'll work with whatever comes up in this in this journey yeah with with myself and my daughter um about you know not having that person you know yeah on the other side of, of that and um what does that feel like um yeah what does that feel like what you know and it took me a few years to get through that like what did that feel like and, and really mm-hmm. embracing that and living with that um and embodying that and um and I, I again I go back to that longing I think I think it's so important for us to acknowledge that that's there oh yeah you know and and aligning with the energy right so like aligning with like if we're having to do it all on our own how are we making the room for anybody else to come in when we've got it all yeah i've got this (laughs) that used to be my mantra i've got this i don't need any help i've got this it's like oh we don't have any space for anybody yeah to enter in when we've already always got this yeah and yeah yeah. it's actually doing us a disservice it is it's yeah. blocking. We're not. We're not saying that you know the space is, is held open or that we do need help in a different way yeah. or that we do want to invite this person into our world. Yeah. Um, we need to create the space for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it won't. It really. I mean, we may invite some things in. Yeah. But it may be the other person too that comes in and says, "I got this." I don't need, you know, I got this on my own individually. And then what do we have? We have two people that are coming together that got it individually. Rams. I'm a ram. Yeah. (laughs) They haven't learned how to merge, right? Yeah. And that merge really first comes from within. Yeah. And then it comes from coming together. And it's it's like that that helix, that DNA strand, right, that kind of weaves in and out of each other. Like, we've got years years and years of mm-hmm. conditioning and generational stuff to work out yeah you know individually and um, I think one of the one of the best ways to work those things out is, is in intimate partnerships yeah relationships, relationships. Yeah, yeah I agree I definitely agree with that I feel I it's funny because when I went through my divorce I was I continued on with my therapist that was our our partner you know um, marriage counselor 
and you know I just sat there and I said oh I'm not going to be with anybody for a year you know or, or more right I'm going to do this work on my own and what she said I was so grateful she said how are you going to learn anything about being in a relationship without trying that being in a relationship right yeah. and um, I was grateful for that you know because you do have to sort of stumble and fall within those and learn things and we can do it it's almost like that idea of like going on a mountain and meditating and you know nailing that and then trying to come back into the world and not really having the the ability to, to integrate it right yeah so um yeah we can't just go to the mountain and enlighten or go within like it's great to have that flow like you were just had that month of going inward but then you knew you had to come out right and integrate into the world again yeah right and i think that's really important it is important yeah, yeah. and with all to of that both. yeah to both yeah 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 and with that coming out right so i could stay in my cave all the time <laughs> <laughs> i'm very comfortable in my cave um but like you said you know that integration so now i have a responsibility to myself yeah to kind of put into action what mm -hmm. i've learned a responsibility for yourself but also the world, the world right like yeah you have to come back in and be of service in some way and be in relate in these relationships even of, of service for them right yeah. Yeah. Because it's not just about us, like right. me, myself. It's about, yeah, you know, it's about holding that consciousness, right, too, yeah. embodying that and doing that work. And it's it's also like, I mean, responsibility could feel like a heavy word, too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's now it's like it becomes like this playful. Yeah. Um, what's the word? Not queer. This playful wonder, like this like playful it. experiment. Like, oh, well, I wonder okay okay I feel like in the past maybe I've shown up in this this you know this situation this relationship in this one way mm -hmm. what I learned when I was deep in my cave time was this <laughs> so let me let me try this out and experiment and see what happens yeah. now in the relationship or the exchange or whatever it is when I yeah. try this on yeah and it's alchemy yeah it's like this really really amazing alchemy and then there's even more information that comes back to me out of that because mm -hmm. it's like oh, okay i've i've put that out there and now i realize oh but all these other things yeah came you up were for me yeah there's, i was not expecting that okay yeah so let me go back and let me my yeah, let me go back and make some other stuff up try it out again yeah that's yeah uh, that's interesting you said the word responsibility feels heavy and um, another word that I find you know when I'm looking at okay I want to enter in a new relationship and that word committed like I am trying to avoid committed mm. there's so many like negative con connotations to that right mm. being committed um, <laughs> so I'm just looking at that word too of like how can we have this be in relationship with that playfulness too mm. so just that just sparked something within me when I heard you said the word responsibility yeah yeah and commitment right yeah committed yeah because I do want to be in I'm not afraid of commitment but it is it's like huh that's an interesting word that we all chose to use when there's other word you know what it means in other ways too right of being committed mm. I hear so. that yeah I, I think <laughs> 
I think me being such a loyal person, I have always wanted commitment my whole life. So it's yeah. not something that I've ever been fearful of. I learned a great deal about um, that word commitment through um, my womb priestess apprenticeship. So I just mm-hmm. completed two and now I'm going to be starting three next month. Nice. Um, and we have this one month where we journey in sacred union. Okay. And this is those polarities within us, that masculine and feminine. And we talk a lot about commitment, but what, what it comes down to is um, and what, what I learned at the end of year two is, oh, it's a commitment to love. It's a commitment yeah. back into that original primordial essence of what love is. And sacred union is about like committing to love within the self. And then, then in that, you know, um, if my sacred, if that soul energy is within me to connect with somebody and share um, a commitment with that person, that commitment is really within myself, yeah. right? And it really has a lot to do with like checking that ego yeah. a lot, and um, and yeah, and just looking in all the places that might scare me or that I might yeah. be disconnected from for whatever reason yeah um so that word commitment i i personally am am trying on this new practice of like oh of saying i'm committed to myself and what's important to me what are my values and what is what is what is my commitment to myself in this time is it to be a more conscious human on this planet to be a more attuned mother to all the things in my life, you know? So where is that commitment for me? And to, and to continually serve that. Yeah. And then watch what really comes in yeah. when we make that that promise and commitment to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's I just been, I think you actually spoke earlier before we got on here. I can't remember what we were talking about in terms of choice, but you were saying choosing to not use this word. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but um, it is. It's it's really interesting the choice of words that we use, mm. we choose to use, or unconsciously or or consciously. Um, so I'm really being more mindful of the words, right? Because I want I want a serious relationship, right? But again, I want playfulness and lightness, right? right? So how can we have these serious relationships? <laughs> And what is serious? Right, meaning? exactly. Yeah. yeah. What is your perception of serious? Yeah. And, and what is that like breaking that apart, breaking yeah. that word apart, and really looking at that in terms of how your body is responding to that word? Yeah. Serious might mean commitment. Serious, and and that means like a commitment to a spiritual path for yeah. you and that other person, yeah. or you know, it could it could mean so many different things. So yeah. really knowing, you know. Using the word serious could be a wonderful thing for it you. It could be a wonderful thing for some people. I think for me, what I going back to the masculine and feminine in terms of that, I feel like that's like the masculine in me going, oh, I need a serious committed relationship now. Right. And it's the head down and I've got this kind of mentality. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've been looking at like, how to be more playful with it that's and invite it in, right? Yeah. 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 So it is, it's just like that little shift in perspective. It can mean completely different to you. Yeah. But, um, I'm going to change topics because we, I saw something on social media, uh, that you posted the other day and I was like, Oh yes, let's talk about this. 
So yeah. let's talk about this. All right. So you post. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the you, it's not your quote, but you, it's like one of those little memey things, right? Yeah. And it says, promoting yourself can be an uncomfortable proposition, but let me put you at ease. This is not about you. It's about offering your gifts to the world. And you had a bunch of comments there. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. What does that mean to you, first of all, since we're looking at perspectives? Well, I, yeah. And, and hearing you read that, and even when I was reading it over and over again yesterday, I said, well, it is about me. <laughs> and it's about me offering my gifts to the world. Um, and I think in that quote, like that, it's not about me. It, it really helps take the ego out of it mm-hmm. for me. When we talk about promotion now, I think there's so many of us, me included, that are finding these really exciting ways of healing, mm-hmm. um, being more, feeling more safe in our authenticity, um, learning new things. Like, like I shared earlier, like more information is coming into all of us. Like we're all sages and oracles in this time. Um, and, um, it's like, yeah, that's, it could be uncomfortable to, to like market ourselves right to put ourselves out there and say like oh come see me for a massage or come yeah. to m- my healing circle or come to you know my retreat house or come to my yoga class or yeah whatever that is but but for me um it's it's uh it's about em- embodiment right it's about it's about really feeling the gifts that we have like really knowing and walking around this world saying all right, like I know, like this is my gift. I I know what happens when I use this gift, and um, and being in that, embodying that, holding the energy in that, and really really allowing all the cells in the body to to resonate and vibrate with that, because then what starts to happen, it's like. Um, uh, actually I'll I'll share this quote that I've used for years and for over a decade now it's about attraction not promotion mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so um, we attract what energy we're embodying yeah. in ourselves so so really it's about I don't even know if brave is the word. I just, I really feel like it's about embodying our gifts. Like the world needs our individuality right now. Yeah. We need to learn from one another. We need to be open to learn from one another. Yeah. Um, and it's that soft power goes into this too. Cause it's like, there's abundance everywhere. Yes. You know, yes. I firmly believe that we, come into this world with these gifts and we will be taken care of having yeah. these gifts and we we do go through initiations mm-hmm. you know there are some things that we go through in this life that don't seem fair and feels like we're going backwards when we really think that we should be going forward <laughs> but these are initiations for us to really have those gifts become revealed to us underneath the struggle yeah right yeah and so, and it all, yeah, and in that too, it's important for other people to see that. 
and feel that too that you know we don't just show up one day and have a have a practice and a yeah and have all the things we have in life because some of us are very fortunate and some of us you know just do that but uh, many of us um have gone through many different kinds of initiations yeah to be where we are and so those gifts that we really behold within ourselves really came from places of struggle yeah and like shadow work and Mm -hmm. and being lost you know and so it's a real act of courage to share our gifts with the world and I I just believe that and I, I just through my own experience that each and every time I allow that to be seen you know that that is the biggest promotion that I could do from for for myself yeah you know and for everybody for everybody yeah yeah for all of us and when I see that too I'm just I'm very much drawn to stories you know mm-hmm. I think that's what one thing I shared about you when, when we first connected in person one-on-one mm-hmm. last week yeah um, when you showed up at the house and um, I just immediately shared with you how grateful I was that you had shared some personal stories on social media because yeah. it really helped me feel a connection to you through my own life journey, mm-hmm. you know, and, and where that's taken me and where I've gone with that. So, um, and that's just helped me believe even more in my own personal journey. Yeah. yeah. And we're just each other's reflection in that way of just being able to the more we can let the our own guard down and be vulnerable, we're yeah we're allowing the other right to see themselves in yeah. it, and so it is it's important that we reveal those gifts to others, mm-hmm. as the as your quote says yeah I I mean and I I definitely feel I I can relate to what you were saying is that a lot of people you know you see lots of different modalities out there of healing and lots of different people, you know, quote unquote, selling you different ways of, you know, healing. And um, I find the one, the people that I most resonate with is just being able to see where they came from with Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, because I definitely felt, you know, my childhood wasn't, was a good childhood in a lot of ways, but there was a lot of, lot of of struggle. Um, And I just always felt like there's a purpose to this. I don't know what it is yet, right? Yeah. Um, but I'd never shared it with anybody until really just recently. It's yeah. just coming out, you know, even so, like, sharing it with my family, you know, how things were. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been very healing for me, but it's also being able to have those moments, like we had that moment last week, and having those moments with other people, it's like, oh, okay. You know, we do, we kind of sit there and we're like, what is the point of this? Especially if we're doing something on social media and mm-hmm. sharing, it's like, is this necessary? Yeah. What, why am I doing this? And then we do have those, you know, I, I didn't really know you and somehow that story connected with you and your st- and it's just remembering that we are all in this together. We are. We are all in this together. We so I, I am grateful that you were able to share that and it did resonate with you mm-hmm. um, so that we, like our own suffering, can be a, um, of service to others. Mm. Our own suffering can be of service to others. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going to breathe that in for a minute. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that sharing, that, that, you know, that taking the, the, the veil or the wall down from our heart, you mm-hmm. know, and then keeping it protected because, um, because that's what, you know, that's what the ego wants, right? The ego really wants everything to kind of stay comfortable as it is because we, even if it's uncomfortable, <laughs> even if it's uncomfortable because we don't know, we haven't yet experienced another way. Mm-hmm. Then, then once we start that, that path of sharing and inching out and learning children do it right they're yeah. always like pushing things to see how other people are going to respond or mm-hmm. react to see if the world is a safe place yeah. and you know i i just like to imagine us adults as children still because most of us you know um mm-hmm. and even us parents who are raising children today we don't have it all together and there will be things that our children yeah. grow up with and it is not our fault we are doing yeah. the best we can but you know, again, a shout out there. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we're still, we're still those, you know, there, there's this inner children within us that are like inching out and saying, oh, is it, if I put my foot here, is it safe? Yeah. You know, and, um, and also to share that we, we also don't have to share everything with no. everybody. Yeah. It's really important for us to practice our own discernment, like what yeah. needs to get shared and what needs to stay in that sacred haven of our own yeah. bodies and hearts, you know, so that it can continue to serve us over and over again so that we can continue to build that that inner relationship, that inner trust with mm-hmm. that, that inner voice within us yeah. um, again. And I, I think... I really feel like that's that's really what we're all coming back to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to uh, a womb sister, one of one of the women that I met in my apprentice apprenticeships yesterday, and we were talking about gurus and teachers, and we both really were just like resonating and like building energy around, you know that that when people come into our lives, it's not like I have an answer for you, um, but I my intention is to help lead you back to the center of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, for you to begin to trust that voice, you know, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's like, it's like going to spiritual gym class, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm still doing it and I've got to keep up my practice. I have yeah. to, you know, keep up my practice and take care of myself in the ways that I know I need to be taken care of. And it's, you know, sometimes I fall off and I don't go to my spiritual gym, you know, and and things are not going the way I thought they should go. So I got to pick it back up again and, and and get back on that, that spiritual treadmill or whatever we want to call it. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. The spiritual treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It is. It's not just like I get on the treadmill, the spiritual treadmill and like, I got this right. Your speed changes. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. I don't know. I actually don't know. I've never been on a treadmill, so <laughs> I can't tell you what other things can change there. Maybe like if you're going up a hill or something. Up the incline. Incline. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love it. Um, is there anything else you want to share before we start to wrap it up? I think I think one thing that was just coming through is is like is anybody who is like you know wanting to share their gifts with the world but don't know how yeah. right and they they maybe are, are just kind of stuck or they're afraid or yeah um, I have many friends in my world that are leaving.
leaving like very normal nine to five jobs because mm-hmm. uh, because they're feeling their soul is being pulled and called mm-hmm. into this other direction to serve is um yeah. is that it's a process and and that it's sometimes really slow just like birthing right because we're like mm-hmm. essentially rebirthing ourselves yeah. over and over and over again so yeah. if we look at the way nature births right or humans or animals there could be like a quickening it can happen really really quickly yeah or it could be really really slow there'd be a lot of like initiations that we really need to learn um and, and embody before we move on to that next space and to just pay attention like just pay attention and um, what really helps me and helped me continues to help me and I need to continue to practice this is like I, I kind of sloth off like the old skin and this mm-hmm. new skin starts to come it's like that my circles will change too mm-hmm. like like the people who I am it's funny because like you were just resonating with me and I've seen you know I've kind of like been called to you since last year but it wasn't until this year yeah. until like that other stuff was sloughed off that like it's yeah. like oh now we were ready for each other yet we were ready. <laughs> yeah and yeah. just like really you know keep talking about yeah. um what you believe what we believe in is like really important yeah. too right so i think that was just coming through yeah to share. i appreciate it thank you because i do i think that you know, you've been on this path for a good amount of time, and I have as well. And it's definitely shifted a lot. It's shape shifted so much. I can't speak to you on your path, but it sounds like it. Um, but I do think for somebody who is starting that transition, right, of like what you said, especially like professionally, the nine to five to, oh, I have these gifts. Um, what I've been told is like, oh, you make it look so easy, right? <laughs> Like, what the hell? No. <laughs> right? But it's good to, yeah. you know, what you were just giving permission of, like, you know, there sometimes there's the beginner's luck of just, or beginner's mind of, oh my gosh, everything's coming to me, everything's aligned, but then there's going to be some shit that hits the fan, and not to give up, just to continue. It's going to look different for everybody. Yeah. Right? I feel like that's the next tool in your toolbox. Yeah. Waiting to be birthed, and that's your next maybe medicine to offer yeah somebody else you know and the thing is is that the the deep expression of the feminine is creativity right so let's be playful with this let's see how playful we can make this for each other and for ourselves you know and bringing in bringing this i mean we all essentially we all do the same thing we just have all these different you know being different tools different tools and ways of expressing it in the world which makes the world really colorful and a really beautiful place to live in Mm -hmm. um most of the time yeah i came back to playtime yeah play play let's play thank you thank you you're welcome and so we're in the hudson valley you're based in the hudson valley so anybody listening to this um you want to share what you do and how they can find you and if yeah. you're not, if you have other ways of getting to you, if you're not in the Hudson Valley? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So right now, my my soul path has called me to um, live in this beautiful retreat home right yeah. on the Hudson River. And it's beautiful. We're sitting in it right now. It's cozy <laughs> and gorgeous and yeah, yeah, magic. It's magic. It is. Um, 
We are about a mile from the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. Mm -hmm. um, we are a block away from the Metro North train line and the New Hamburg That's stop. Um, like I said, we're right on the, the Hudson River, so it's a pretty magical place. And, um, and they might even hear the train right now in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the train. Yeah, the train is coming through. Uh, so here is where I live. It's where I greet people who are coming from all over the world to come into the Hudson Valley and mm. come stay with us for many different reasons. Yeah, A lot of people are spiritual seekers that are coming here. That's more of what, what people are coming here for. We get a lot of people in the city that just want to know what their nervous system is like on, <laughs> on the serial What is this level. parasympathetic nervous what system? What is that nervous system? <laughs> um, it's a very quiet, beautiful space, and I'm so blessed to live here um, with my young daughter. Um, I also have my healing practice here, which is Rising Earth Healing Arts, mm -hmm. and the, the website is exactly that. People can find me there. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes too. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so I offer integrative uh, body work, integrative massage therapy, coupled with energy therapy. Um, it's all somatic based healing, so we're really going into the body for answers instead of the mind dropping in. Um, I practice something called uh, womb awakening, which is tapping into the energy of the divine feminine. And uh, we have women's healing circles here at the house. We have um, we have a couple of retreats coming up yes. in the next year, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, in uh, when do we have tour coming? At the end of January, we have my spiritual brother, my dear friend Tor mm -hmm. uh, Webster from Glastonbury, UK. He's a channeler of the Christ consciousness, and his uh, service to the world is to help people move out of these spaces of fear and into this primordial essence of love. And um, he works with the energies of Mary Magdalene and her father, Joseph of Arimathea. Mm -hmm. So he'll be here at the end of January doing group channel, individual sessions. We have yes. space available in the house for people to stay if they'd like to okay. come up for a retreat. When is that? Because I want to see if I'm around. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be doing the group channel um, uh, on ja Friday, January 24th. Okay. And then the following weekend, the 20 January 26th, 27th, and I think it's Monday the 28th, that weekend, um, he'll be here doing one-on-one -on -one sessions okay. with people. Um, and he's talk about playful. It's just we always have a really great time when Tor comes into town. This will be his third year here. Um, and then on March 28th and 29th, we have a uh, friend and womb sister, womb healer, womb shamanist, uh, Willow Jane, coming in from South Africa. Nice. And she's uh, also a cacao cucina, so she actually works with sacred cacao as well. And she'll be bringing in a retreat called the Sensitive Lovers Retreat. That's the one you told me about last week. Yeah. yeah. So this is Love great that. for, you know, people who are are sensitive empaths mm -hmm. right and just learning how to be their own how to embody themselves as their own best friend as their own lover mm -hmm. and their own healer yeah and that's a full weekend retreat on the 28th and 29th we have a um i have uh, brought in a, a a beautiful ayurvedic uh vegan chef 
who Ooh. is tailoring our food for the weekend according to this, the the events that weekend. So what okay. our body might need for that time of year. Yeah. Um, the emotional places within ourselves that are being illuminated and, and will need nourishment. Um, okay. Good Choice Kitchen is in out of Ossining is going to be. Okay. Nice. Doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and this is all, you know, and also people can come just visit us year-round and come stay in our home whenever they yeah. feel like they need a reset or... Okay, good. Yeah. And how do they find that if they are coming to stay? Is that an Airbnb thing or is it a website or you? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> for simple, for simple um, simplicity, yeah. um, they can always find our Airbnb link on mm. my website. Okay. Um... And we'll have that. So there you go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Or we're on Airbnb as okay. the River House and Spa. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christine. Oh, thank you. Was, oh, you're welcome. Was, yeah. It was a joy. Yeah. This is always, this is just magic. I know. Yeah. This is our second time sitting down and chatting and something always interesting unfolds. So yeah. yeah. I'm glad we get to share with other people. That's great. Share your gifts, girl. (laughs) Thank you.